Good evening. Well, how much sound? Yeah, I do now. Here we go. Okay, they turned it up on me. That's that's a sort of a laugh, isn't it? Somebody have to turn the sound on me. Well, we've had a good Sunday, have we not? Uh, boy, wasn't wasn't Nate smoking this morning with his sermon? Man, and Chris, we had a great song service with Chris and. Also with Justin. So we've had a good Sunday already. And we're going to end it as best we can. Uh, how many here has ever read the Song of Solomon? Come on, raise your hands. How many here has studied the Song of Solomon? See, there's less hands there. If you know anything about the Song of Solomon... You know, that's not what we're going to do. Let's talk about being people of the book. (laughs) Man, save me on that one. Okay. People of the book. We Christians used to be called people of the book. We used to be called the knowers of the word. Let's think for a minute, our theme of this year, our theme of this year has been the salt and the light. Now how can we be lights of the world and savory as salt if we do not know the Word? And we not studied it like we're supposed to. I mean, I'm not talking about just reading, I'm talking about really and truly studying it. Let's go over to First Peter. Chapter three. We're going to start in the middle of 14 here. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience. So what I'm going to talk about tonight is just, what do we know? How much studying have we really done in Scripture here? How many here has ever studied the book of Zechariah? See, now i got one over here, but it's the preacher. You know, why don't we study Zechariah? There's 14 chapters of Zechariah. Why we don't is because he's a contemporary of the other prophet, Haggai. Haggai's two chapters. And when we read Haggai, we can read Haggai, we can see what God told Haggai to do, and we can understand that this is what God's message was through Haggai. We go to Zechariah. Zechariah is too much like parts of the Old Testament that we don't like to get into. Isaiah, Daniel, Ezekiel, things of that nature. Let y'all think for a minute here. Let's go to 2 Timothy here. 2 Timothy 3.
We're going to start in 14. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you have learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the same sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. All Scripture is breathed out of God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. If we think about when this scripture was written, when this letter was written to Timothy, the scripture that he's talking about here is the Old Testament. They hadn't quite got the New Testament all gathered up a little bit. I would say by this time, maybe Mark was being passed around as one of the first epistles of, of, uh, of Jesus. So they had nothing but the Old Testament Scriptures. Luckily, we have the New Testament Scriptures, so even this verse here should relate to us even greater. But all Scripture is given to us to inspire us, to correct us, to instruct us. So therefore, when we study, we have to study the whole Bible. How many here likes to study Leviticus? Nobody wants to study Leviticus. Why? Because that is a detail on the old law and has no binding for us today. I mean, it is detail. But if you look and you study Leviticus, what you learn is that it is what God tells his people, this is how I want you to be holy. I'm instructing to how to be God's people. Now, we don't have to do all the things that the Jews had to do or the Israelites at that time. You know, we're, we're not bound by that law no more. That was put away upon the cross. Are we glad that Jesus put away that, that we're not bound by that? But we're bound by what Jesus taught. Let's go back to Zechariah. Well, let's not go to Zechariah. Uh, figurative writing. That's what we're talking about when we're in Zechariah because it is, it is, when you read Zechariah and it's just like Daniel and some of these other books, it is in a writing that we don't quite understand. You know, it's, you, whew, we, we got to do some deep thinking. You know, you, you get a bunch of Bible students in there and you'll say, those, you know, you got to get up and walk outside and look at the sky a little bit going, man, man, we really did some deep thinking, deep discussion in there. Off those books. You know, Revelation is the same type of book. And yet, if we think about it, how many faiths do we know that base all their teachings and foundations off these books? And yet, we, who are supposed to be people of the book, don't know these books as well as we ought to, and we not studied them as well as we ought to. What did Peter say? Give an answer. Give an answer. I believe that we as Christians, we need to know the Word. And I don't mean we need to defend our faith. We need to teach and preach 
Jesus, his love, his hope, his grace, his faith, his servitude. What is it to be God's people? And when you do that by going into the book, we should be able to go into the book. You know, and, and, and everybody says, well, how do you do that? Well, a lot of it is just when somebody has, is talking out there and they, they got their own particular ideal on how, you know, they ought to believe as Christians, listen to them, see what they've got to say. You know, and then just ask them, well, have you looked in the book? What does the book say? You know, make sure that you're going to where it tells us how we are to live as Christians, how we conduct ourselves, how are we to teach one another, how we are to encourage one another. So I got thinking about this, and I thought to myself, well, how do we study? Nate says when he studies, and I'm the same way, I have to get into my little mode. You know, I sit down, and I spread out all my materials that I'm going to study on. And I'm going to study. Now, when I am serious about studying, there's no time. Time just goes. It's gone. You know, it can be an hour, it can be three. You know, I, I don't know because I'm, I'm into my study. And I think that's the way he wants us. We have to find that time to get in there. But then we ask ourselves, well, what are we going to study? Or, or how, how do we study? How, what, what are some of the methods of doing it? How do, we, how do we get into Scripture that's going to help us? You know, and I'm not talking about just reading. Well, all of us can read it. I'm talking about studying it. I'm talking about looking into it and seeing what to do. I mean, we can take a book. That's a good way of doing it. Take a book out of, out of the Scripture and study that particular book. You know, how it relates to us, how it relates to everybody around us, what we can do to teach others about this. That's one way of doing it. I, I dare say Acts is probably one of the best books you, could, you can go to. For, for getting a book study going because that tells us about us, how the kingdom was started. That's a great book. Romans is good. It's a deep book, but it's a great book. You know, if you're in the Old Testament, you know, and you got young people around you, go into Judges. Judges got everything. Man, they got violence, death, you know, I mean, oh man, it's terrible. But, but it gets the kids interested, you know, they, they, they like all that gruesome stuff. So you start with that, you know. But anything you can do, you've got to know your audience, you've got to know what you're going to teach, how you're going to study. Because what we're looking at, we're looking it's to study. We're going from being a student of study to a teacher. And that's what we all need to be, our teachers. So we go from being a student to a teacher. We can, we can study the character of God. My goodness, man, how, how do we know who God is if we don't study the Old Testament? That tells us who God is. Now, we get a hint of God in the New Testament through Jesus. But to know who God is, the Father, we see that through the Old Testament. And, and I've heard people say, I've, I've heard people say, oh, the God of the Old Testament is not my God. My God's the God of the New Testament. I mean, a fella, it's the same God. It's just, we're just a de better dispensation with Christ because what he did and what God did because of his love for us. But God still does not like sin. And just like my kids answered when, I, when we went into uh, the burning bush, and God says, take off your shoes for your own holy ground. 
And I asked my class, and every one of them answered correctly. Because those shoes were unclean. And you've got to come before God clean as you can be. And, and I thought, man, that was great. I mean, these kids knew the answer to those things. So this is what we're talking about here. You can study a character from the scriptures. You know, Moses is a good character. David, the prophets, even Jesus, you know, the apostles. Anybody like that. If you take a particular character, you can study that character. And there's amazing what you can learn from that character. When you're studying because you can apply it in so many different ways. When I was in Tennessee, we had a study on Samson. And our preacher was able to take five lessons off of Samson and relate Samson to New Testament way of life. How he did it, I don't know. I mean, but it was brilliant. Because... We know about Samson, you know, the guy that did, was blinded with the long hair and killed all the Philistines. We know that story. But he took the story of Samson and was able to relate five sermons to the New Testament through Samson. And I'm behind on my charts here. There we go. There we go. Study a subject. Uh, I've got parables, miracles, others. If you've never taken time to study the parables of Christ, just take all his parables and do an in-depth study of his parables. That's probably one of the best studies I ever studied and was able to teach. Because it, there was so much I learned. So much in there. When you take Jesus, and Jesus, oh, talk about somebody brilliant, was able to take parables. And he knew if people want to learn to be my followers, they are going to study what I'm teaching, which is parables. And they're going to understand why I teach in parables. Because you're going to search out those things to make you better Christians. You will do that. It was that great of a study. You could take one like miracles. I'm going to pick on my brother, Lance. Lance picked out miracles one time to do a study on, and he was going to teach on it. Lance likes to teach out of the Gospels. But he's a Matthew, Mark, and Luke guy. I mean, that's, that's his thing. He doesn't like getting into John. People, you can't teach miracles without getting into John. John is miracles, you know, of Jesus. My goodness. So that made Lance go into where he was not comfortable and start studying into an area that he went past his comfort zone into a, an area, and it was, it was good for him. We all need to do that. Go in an area you go, well, I'm not really familiar with that. You know, well, what, 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 did, uh, what was it that the Corinthian brethren got... In trouble for, well, they should have been meat, meat eaters. You know, they had to go back being milk drinkers. Uh, maybe some of us, you know, still need to be a little bit of milk, but there's a lot of us here that wouldn't hurt us dull on the bone a little bit. I mean, we, we, we're, we're skillful enough. We know how to study. We know the scriptures. We should be able to make ourselves study stronger. 
or we can study just like we have been studying on light and salt, which we've been doing this year. And that's been a great study. But those are just some ways. And that's all I did. I just brought in some different ways that we can look at how to help us study better. Because if we study better, we go from that student to being a teacher. You know, there's other ways, too, that we can do things. You know, the Bible's serious. Don't get me wrong, it's serious. But it's also, we can have fun with the Bible. Have you ever done a Bible trivia? I'm not talking about one that somebody else made up. I'm talking about one that you've put together. Uh, that's something that, you know, we could probably do that in our, some of our care groups. But uh, we don't, my family does this in our family reunion. We do a Bible trivia. And we don't have the easy questions of who killed Goliath. No, we got the questions like, who was Jonathan's crippled son? And I got it written down here. I ain't going to pronounce it. I barely can spell it. So we're talking about, you know, Sam could probably tell me what it is right from standing there. Me, 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 uh, there we go. There we go. See, y'all know. Thank goodness, you know. I just called him Jonathan's crippled son that David loved. Okay, but we, we, we take questions like that. We divide up in groups of all ages. I mean, it's from little ones up to old folks. And we have this trivia. There could be, oh, I don't know, we've had from 10 to 15 teams, depending on how many of us was there. You know, with each team having about 10 to 12 people. And understand that we chose these questions and they're hard difficult questions some of them are very deep questions you have to do some thinking on and yet no team has ever gotten as long as we've been doing this every question right but every question was answered that tells you that this is a bunch who wants to do what God says to do to study and just think what if you have two answers that people can't agree about right there? Now you've got a biblical discussion with your brethren after a game that goes back to, you're in the Bible again, studying, discussing. You know, you're in the book doing the things that they want us to do. It's, it's, it's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to be Faithful Christians. I'm this way. If you don't know where to look in scriptures, how can you communicate with your brethren? How can you communicate with the world? I mean, that's what we're, we're requested to do. We're requested to go out into the world and teach. And if we're not studying... How can we teach? I heard an old man say one time that we are still learning and we will be till we die. You don't know it all. Nate Fritz I one time told me, he says, I have done a several lessons 
on the prodigal son. And I have yet to get into that parable and find something I've never seen before. That is the glory of the word, folks, is that we're learning all the time from it. And thank goodness we have the Spirit there to help us do it. And we have Jesus there to help us do it. I just want to bring a few ideas to you tonight on what we can do as Christians, how we can conduct ourselves about being better people of the book. Because if we are true people of the book, the world knows who we are. They, some of them may not like us, but they know our reputation. And it is a good reputation to have that we are people of the book. And they will come up and ask us questions about the book. You know, and I, you wouldn't believe how many times I'm right in the middle of sweat and working something crazy, and some truck driver comes up and says, I hear you're a member of the church. I got a question about something in the scripture, and I'm looking at him going, Man, I'm right in the middle of loading this truck. And you want to talk Bible? We have to, right then, you've got to change your whole Lou Brown because he's wanting to know something. And we've got to be able to give an answer on this. Well, that's all I have to talk about tonight. Uh, the invitation is now for those who have not become members of the church, not become part of God's kingdom, and for those who need prayers of the congregation, if there's any there that is subject to this invitation, please come as we